what's going on everybody welcome back to the red-blooded outdoors podcast you got your host here cornbread co-host over here cooney what's up cooney what it is all right man we got a good friend over here mr jeff davis jeff davis is the co-founder you founded it with your wife right that's right of truth in nature ministry uh we got jeff here we're going to talk a little bit before we get to jeff and jeff tell why exactly he's here um i had the opportunity this past week to go up and see some friends of mine up in our murchy um and be on the three of seven podcast and while i was up there i had the opportunity to to give some testimony about when I got saved. And I also had the opportunity to give some testimony on my alcoholism and what the Lord did to me to deliver me from that alcoholism. And um, I, got, I got some good feedback from it. I really did uh, from a lot of people. But one person in particular, Jeff, uh, as I was explaining to him the podcast that I was on, and I shot him a text, and he texted me back and uh, sent me a text message that uh, some scripture that had been on him for for the week. It was out of Kings, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The prophet Elijah. That's right. Tell me a little bit about why you felt to tell me that. It, it, it I've used that a lot. Have you talking with people? That inner circle that you stay in is so powerful with people staying in the word. That's right. And that meant a lot to me. Uh, will you tell me a little bit about why you sent that to yeah, me? Yeah, man. So that's, that's specific scripture and stuff have been on my heart. Um, ever since my pastor shared it uh, a few weeks ago at, at church. And, um, it was, uh, it was when Elijah goes, uh, into the desert, flees into the desert uh, flees Jezebel and uh, he's feared for his life and he's hiding out in this cave and the Lord comes to him and says uh, uh, says to him uh, you know why are you here and he, uh, he 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 goes out on the um, tells him to go out on the mouth of the cave there the front of the cave and he says uh, and then he sends this big um, the, he sends the wind the fire and the earthquake and it says in scripture but the Lord wasn't in in any of those um, and then he hears a whisper and it's the whisper from the Lord, uh, Elijah, why are you here? And, um, and that, that has just spoke to me over these last few weeks, um, that, you know, with all the junk and all the garbage that we go through in life that's going on in society today, um, that you can hear, you know, God's not in any of that, but don't miss the whisper because God's in, in, in that whisper and don't miss that. And I thought, you know, I heard your story, and you talked about hitting your knees there on the side of that uh, pine ticket, and, um, and and praying to God about, you know, what you needed to do. And you got in your truck, and you said you heard audibly. Um, you know, God uh, uh, was a humility. Yeah, uh, humility. Yep. Yep. And uh, and you heard that whisper. You heard. You heard. I God. did. You heard God. And so I just, I, it was on my heart, and I said, "Man, I'm on." I'm going to send that to Cornbread after listening to that. That was just cool stuff. Man, I, I really appreciate you sending it. You know, it's like I said, I had a discussion today with a buddy. And that inner circle of people, when you've got a testimony, say it. Stay in the Word. That's right. Talk about God. Talk about the Bible. Mm -hmm. In front of your babies. Mm -hmm. In front of these little coonies running around. <laughs> and it, 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 those little bitty seeds... 
just keep rolling man it feels good it feels real good that's it so yeah uh i went up there was on the three of seven podcast y'all guys need to check it out that's three the number three of seven the number seven check chad and blake out there's some good people they're doing some really good stuff so jeff truth of nature ministry that's right why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself Mm. and what led you to start truth in nature Sure, sure. Don't mind at all. So um, I'm a homegrown Georgia boy. I, uh, uh, I grew up over in Cobb County, um, graduated South Cobb High School, um, went to Kennesaw State University for a few semesters before I decided college really wasn't my gig and, uh, and started a, a, a job over at Austell Box Board, but working for the parent company, Caristar, in the IT department. And uh, did that through my, through my 20s and and really just kind of got, you know, far away from the Lord in my 20s, man, and, and really into my teens. And um, and just kind of thought I was, as a man I could do things on my own, you know. And I, I'd only reach out to God when I needed him. Right, know? right. It was kind of one of those deals. And and so, um, you know, went through my 20s, went through through, through a little bit of dark time there with, with all that. And um, then I met my wife, Carrie, um, when I was – 29 years old and um we hit it off good i mean you can see look at me and tell you know she she was really (laughs) you've been eating i got a good radio voice (laughs) but uh but now she uh she i I, god blessed me with a great wife we got married a year after we met and um and started going to, to church locally uh over at westridge and um and really just felt god calling me to do something bigger than just go in and punch the time time clock you know and work um and and come home and you know do it all over again the next day go to church on sunday he really was he i really felt called out um to 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 do that and engage in the community somehow i loved outdoors i grew up hunting and fishing like you boys did um and uh you know I, i wanted to use that as a as a backdrop to share the gospel um and uh and that's what it's always been about. I've always kept that as the backdrop. You know, the main thing about truth and nature is is, is sharing the gospel. And um, and so, as uh, as I started praying through it, I got some got some guys around me. Obviously, I shared it with my wife Carrie, and we just started praying through how can we use the outdoors. Carrie grew up in the outdoors too. She grew up in Pennsylvania, uh, and she would run trap lines with her with her dad. You know, and, and and all kinds of cool stuff up there. Her dad was a taxidermist before he passed away uh, when she was twelve. And so um, we just started praying about it, and, um, and and truth and nature, you know, became, you know, very evident that that's what it was going to be. But we were really trying to focus in on what the mission of truth and nature should be. Right. And uh, and so um, as we're praying through things, we're talking with some with some folks who eventually became our governing board of directors, and one of the guys said, "You know what? Uh, I I umpire on the weekends, and the ball field's full of all these boys." I don't have a dad and it's like it hit me and Carrie right between the eyes because her father passed away when she was um 11 12 years old and as I was a young man growing up and moving out of my house uh my parents got a divorce and so I, I experienced some of those emotions those feelings that you know some of the boys feel when, when when that happens in their household and so we were like yeah that's what the I mean it was we didn't have to pray about it no more it was like God said that's the mission and um and really that's where it started and that was 2009 we held our first uh 
program then, and it was a squirrel hunt and a bunch of pine trees. <laughs> <laughs> well, the squirrels, the squirrels lived to see another day because they weren't there weren't none in the right, pine trees. Right. So, uh, but but the boys had fun. It was four boys. I grabbed my brothers and, and and brought them along as our first mentors and stuff, and had a, had a local pastor jump on board too, and um, really just started. I mean, I was still working a full time job and and and, and everything um, and doing this, and really just feeling this is where God had me. You know, this is what He was using us for was to invest into these boys that are fatherless and um, and share the gospel using His creation. Right. Good deal. Good deal. I believe it was. It's probably coming up on this week, five years ago, when I met you. It might be, yeah. Uh, yeah. A buddy of ours, Shorty, called me up. I was still policing. And uh, he said, hey, Brian volunteered us to uh, take some boys turkey hunting. Well, he had me when he said turkey hunting. That's right. So I didn't have an idea what truth in nature was. So at the five-year mark here, I've, I've got to volunteer a good bit and – and really love y'all's program and get behind y'all's program. We didn't kill no turkeys that day. Mm, well, Shorty was with Sh- us. So. You yeah. got, you got, why do you always get stuck with Shorty? I always get stuck with him, man. <laughs> so tell the people exactly how, how a child becomes involved with you, truth and nature. What was step one? What are they going to expect? Yeah, so, um, so truth and nature is a year-round uh, mentoring and ministry program. So these boys, um, we're open to, it's a boys, boys deal. So it's, it's middle and high school age boys that are growing up without a father present in the home. And so these boys, uh, the, 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 the guardians can uh, go on our website. There's a registration process and application. They fill out, you know, all the, the boring back end stuff. And once he's enrolled into the program, uh, once a month, um, our mentors and our, our chapter directors, our local chapter directors here, um, you know, in, uh, in Dallas are Lee Hurley and Dan Hoptroff. And, um, and we've got a Carrollton program director, uh, Craig Jacobs, that's right here in the immediate area. But uh, they'll connect with them and they'll get plugged in. And every month there's a, there's a program with all the boys and all the mentors. It fluctuates on numbers um, just based on time of year, what's going on. You know, a lot of the boys have ball and stuff like that going on. But um, but they come in on Friday night, and they, uh, you know, probably six six o'clock or so. We have dinner. We have a devotional. Um, you know, it's usually given by the program director or one of the mentors. Sometimes we have guest speakers come in, and uh, and it's really just a time to share the gospel with these boys and uh, and just be real transparent about our faith in Jesus Christ. Right. Um, and so on Friday night, we do that. And a lot of the guys will break out then after that into some small groups and mentors, you know, two or three mentors, two or three boys, and they'll just really talk about what's going on, you know. Um, these are just guys like me and you. These aren't, you know, educated or trained counselors. You know, they're not, they're not that. These are just mentors, you know, just guys that's been through life and found Jesus on the back end of it. Right. You know. Right. Good and, deal. And so – and so – they do that. We do that Friday night. Have some time. We we'll have some free time. Then after that, you know, play some ping pong or shoot some basketball or something until it's lights out. And then the next day, um, we wake up and do something that these boys don't get to do a lot of because they don't have a father. We'll go hunting. We'll go fishing. Shoot bows. Sometimes we'll go over to the lake and you know canoe, kayak, that kind of thing. Um, just anything in God's outdoors, man. And right. That they stay connected with those mentors on. Good so, deal. 
So 2009 was the beginning. That was it. All right. So so five years ago when I met you, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all had one chapter? We had two. Two. Uh, no, we had three. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep, we had three chapters. That's so, right. So since 2009, past where I've met you, how, how has God moved this ministry? How have y'all grown? It's it's been a uh, it's been a whirlwind, man. It's it's <laughs> it's cool and it's humbling to think about what God what God's done. So in 2010, the the main chapter started really taking off, and me and Carrie started praying for an opportunity, um, more time to do the ministry. You know, because we 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 were, we were falling behind. We were having to fundraise. We were having to do all the admin stuff on the back end. Plus, set up the programs, get the uh, get all the equipment, you know, all the supplies, food, everything lined up, and more and more boys wanting to be a part of it in the Dallas and Paulding County area. And so we started praying for God to open up an avenue for Carrie to take a part-time job, and we kept praying for that, kept looking for that, kept praying for that. Well, you know, you always think you know what's best, and and God shows you what His plan is. Right? Know? Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, and so at the end of 2010, going into 2011, I was laid off from my job, my IT job. And um, and I spent a lot of time praying, a lot of time seeking wisdom from some other guys and uh, felt that that was God's answer to prayer to further his ministry. Truth in nature is his ministry. It's not a Jeff Davis or Kerry Davis ministry. It's his ministry. And so, um, so I took that leap of faith and... Um, we got time for a cool little quick story. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, so I took that leap of faith, and Truth and Nature had no, no plans for payroll, no plans for. Uh, I mean, there was no health insurance. There was no, and I was walking away from corporate America, and I had a couple recruiters calling me from these other uh, sixteen-year project manager in IT, and um, and so we had a plan. Karen and I made a plan. And we started, and I started doing Truth in Nature with my full-time efforts, you know. And um, and she was working uh, an administrative career um, with uh, with another company, and so um, we got uh, we got to. I had a severance package, and we got two weeks from that severance package running out. And I said, "Okay, God, we're gonna dip into savings here to get us through the summer." Um, you know, that was the end of, end of March, end of April, I think it was that year. I said, we'll dip into savings. I said, but, you know, after that, I don't I mean, this, we're, we're just trusting you. We're trusting you with everything. And um, it was probably a week, well, probably two weeks to the, I say, yeah, it was probably a week um, to the day that my severance would end. And I went to the, uh, I, I got a phone call. And it was my boss that had laid me off. And she told me, she says, uh, y'all helped us get our uh, bonuses last year, our performance. You know, we, we met performance numbers last year. So we're going to give you guys that got laid off a bonus, even though, you know, y'all are not employees no more. And you were a manager, so you're going to get a 60% bonus. Wow. So I got 60% of my salary showed up in my, 60% of my salary from the previous year showed up in my mailbox. Two weeks later, and I put it right in there and drew on it all year like that was my salary. Right, right. So you want to talk about God having your attention. Uh, absolutely. You know, and it ain't, I mean, and there's just been so much. I mean, now Carrie's, you know, uh, part-time, and, um, and, and, and and we're really investing into the ministry with, with all everything we can, and, and that's what God's called us to do. And so since then, 
like you said, five years, we had three chapters. We had Dallas, we had Bush, Louisiana, and we had Columbia, South Carolina. And over the last, I would say, three to four years, we have gone from three chapters to 15, 14 chapters. And um, That's amazing. And we're in seven states, um, you know, with 14 different chapters. So right. most of them are southeast, but we do have one in Pennsylvania and one in Michigan. Right, so, right. So, yeah. It's been a cool deal. It's Huge been a real yeah. cool deal. What is the uh, the outreach? How how do you contact the boys themselves? Is there programs through school? Is it mainly church? What what is y'all's outreach? All the above. Uh, um, social media. Yeah. So we'll we we advertise our programs out there on social media. Um, you know, our website has everything too. Um, but then we've got we've got some folks in school that'll pass our information through, you know, and um, and, and some school counselors that we partner with. Uh, different resources in the communities we serve, you know, Department of Juvenile Justice. Sometimes will have some boys that might have just made a, a dumb move, you know, and uh, just need a little bit of additional, you know, mentoring. And so they'll say, hey, why don't y'all go check this program out, and we'll bring them in, and you know, within six months, man, they're a brand new new kid right you know, you've seen some of them, right man. right that, that's what i was going to get at so since 2009 we're looking at what 12 years now yeah 12 okay years. so what what would you say the average age of a boy coming into this program is probably 12 13 years old okay. you know so 12 13 how long do they usually stay i'm i, I know of a couple that has stayed all the way through and all the way through yeah so so talk a little bit about what they gain what what do you see when a 12 13 year old boy of a single parent family comes in what yeah. what how does how does the average child act they you know when they when they first come in they don't know what to expect man they're like why am i here you know it's something my mom's getting me into or my grandma whoever's raising them or something i need to do or something and they, and they don't trust any of us because they've never had a man that they can trust you know, or most of them. I, I shouldn't say all of them. Um, some of them have some good uncles and some good, you know, stuff like that going on. But um, but they never really had that man that they can trust. So they're leery, you know, and they don't they don't open up right away when they're brand new in the program. Um, but they see the other boys that are there. They see how we interact with the other boys. They see that they trust us, you know, because I'm going to be honest, man. God has blessed us with some of the best mentors, the men that serve in this ministry. They give up a weekend a month to come serve. And these guys are God-fearing, blue-collar, genuine American men that just, they love Jesus and they love the outdoors and they want to they share their passion for, with both of them, with these boys. And, and it, um, I mean, it, it, it's amazing. So after about, I'd say two or three times they come, those walls start coming down, you know. Right, right. So, um, so they see, um, you know, they get involved, and then, you know, we have we have boys come in, you know, on up in age, you know, fifteen, sixteen years old. But if they come in twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, and they stay in through twelfth grade, ninety percent of those boys go on to be successful. We see right. them, we see them either join the military, which you've known some that's right, joined the military. Right. Um, or we see uh, we see them start a career, um, you know, and some, and some take up a vocation or something. Um, have, have, we've had some go to welding school and become welders, um, electricians, you know, stuff like that. They take up a trade, or some of them go on to college, man, and, right. um, and, and and get a degree and, and finish off, you know, schooling and stuff. So, um, 
So it's good stuff, man. But the but the the heart and soul of this ministry is when we see one of them boys make a decision for Jesus, and and they um, and and you just see it, man. And, and I've been able to baptize a couple of them um, after they've been saved, and it is. I mean that'll bring you to your knees, man. Oh, I could imagine when you see a boy come that far, and and because I mean these boys, a lot of them have no exposure to to the Lord, to to, to church or anything like that, and and it's it's not like they come in and in the very first program, boom, they're you know I mean you know it takes the Spirit working through Holy Spirit working through these mentors to to continue to plant those seeds and. And and then when they finally when they finally come through and start growing, man, it's, it's right. Awesome. That's awesome. So what is the the process to become a mentor? What what is that process? And if you would dive a little bit into the devotionals that the, mm-hmm. the that the mentors give once they become a mentor. Sure, man. These mentors, uh, they're good. They're good dudes. Like I said, they uh, all of them's got a story. You know, like me and you do, like all of us do. And um, and so they all um, they're all good good guys. Um, they, they obviously have to be Christian men. They have to, um, uh, have made a decision to follow Jesus in, in their life and, and, and be saved. And, uh, they need to be willing to share that faith with these boys. Um, and they need to know a little bit about the outdoors too, you know, right. um, you know, but, uh, but, but they're, you know, to be, to become a mentor, there's an, a mentor application on our website that just gets some background information from you. And, uh, and then there's a background check, you know, we're a youth serving organization. So, uh, we're right in line with all the policies and procedures around that, so we have to do criminal background checks on all of our mentors. But, um, but they they become. I mean, it's fun to see these chapters. I mean, you've been to some of the outings and some of the programs and stuff, and it's like one big family. Each chapter is one big family, and um, and so these mentors, the devotions they give. Some of them come out of the uh, come come uh, is a story out of scripture. You know, something they they've shared. Um, I shared one David and Goliath about some struggles I went through, what my Goliaths were in my life, and how I had to overcome those, and and and, and did that at, at one point. But um, some of them are just very transparent and just talk about their struggles going through their teenage years and how, as they grew and as they were saved, um, how God walked them through all of that stuff and. I tell you, man, I, I tell my mentors all the time, a lot of them come, they say, okay, man, I'm not a, I'm not a Bible scholar. I don't know how to get in here and prepare a, a formal devotional. And I said, man, just speak from your heart. Just tell your story. Just tell these boys what God's done in your life. And when they're transparent like that and they're real, man, these boys, they, they respond. Oh. I think that's what builds those, those relationships. Right. You know, I got to see it firsthand. I, I don't want to say, uh exactly what he said i don't want to mess him up verbatim but one of the mentors we was on a i can't remember if he was there or not Cooney. uh one of the fishing events and he told a story about going to alaska mm-hmm. uh, on a mission to be a plumber mm-hmm. and he you know of course i was there volunteering and i think there might have been 10 10 boys there or something sure. he told how he was he got up there and basically didn't have any plumbing to do and was getting a little irritated and um another gentleman that had went to him was uh going to take his life or was talking about taking his life and he was able to talk to him and and stop now the way he explained it and articulated it is way more than but that that hit me 
Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at those boys, and you could tell that re- just resonated through them that he explained that God's purpose for him to be there wasn't a plumber. Mm-hmm. It was to be there for that gentleman he was on the mission with, and it was, it was really awesome. That's right. Cooney ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Y'all are talking everything I want to talk about. Well, I got a question for Cooney. Cooney has went to school with some of the boys in the program. That's right. I have. Mm-hmm. Do, do you see the program resonate through the, the boys you go to school with? Do they talk about truth and nature? I know they notice you. Your name's Cooney. Yeah, one of them was on the wrestling team with me. Okay. And he, I've really seen it in him because I remember when, he, when, he first, when I first come to the high school, he was a junior, I believe, and he was he was getting in all kinds of trouble and everything. And then when I was on the wrestling team, I noticed that he really wasn't getting in trouble or anything at all anymore. That's good. And I knew that he learned that stuff from Truth and Nature. And we, we'd always sit there before practice and after practice and talk about it. And especially if we had something coming up that weekend, he'd always ask me if I was going to be there. And i say, yeah, but you're going to have to be there too if you want me mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's good stuff. Man. Yeah, it is. By the time you said something, Coney. That's right. You're sitting over there being too quiet. I didn't like you. <laughs> so the different events you got, the different programs y'all hold for the boys, this ain't Boy Scouts. No, no. Okay. Could you give us some examples and and give us some examples of the area-specific programs because every program isn't the same, correct? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so each uh, each chapter has their own their own deal you know um you know you can do certain things in certain parts of the country that you can't do in other parts of the country you know so down in louisiana um some of their programs i mean heck they do a frogging program where they get these boys out in front of these john boats and you know they're going down the swamp and they got it's middle of the night and they're they're picking frogs up at i, I want to do that myself that's right that's Me right too. <laughs> it ain't and, it, and it's not gigging you know over here you know it's uh they actually have to Grab them, grab them, these big old bullfrogs with their hands and put them in the live well or a sack or something. I don't know. I've never been to it. Right, so, right. So they do they do stuff like that down there. Uh, most of all of our chapters do some kind of uh, hunting type, you know, program, whether it's small game or, you know, uh, uh, bird hunting of some sort, deer hunting. We do a lot of deer hunting. Most of our chapters do some deer hunting. Um, we shoot, you know, we shoot, do go through gun safety, firearm safety, um, we do some water and boating safety and stuff too. Obviously we do fishing, um, up in Michigan, they, uh, this time of year right now, um, the chapter we have there is in the upper peninsula. So they're real close to Canada up there. And, uh, but they do, um, over these last few months, they do maple syrup production. Oh, that's nice. So what they do, and it, I mean, it's snowing and all kinds of stuff up there. They teach the boys, uh, how to tap the trees. And they take the sap from the trees, collect it all through all these little tubes and stuff. I'm, and and if, if, if my Michigan guy's going to listen to this, he's probably going to be like, man, you butchered that whole process <laughs> up. But, you know, what do you expect from an old Southern? That's redneck, right. You know, but, um, but, he, uh, but, but they take all that, they, they collect all the sap, then they boil it down, and they bottle pure Michigan maple syrup. And then in turn, they use it as a fundraiser and sell these bottles to raise money for their programs. Because I'll, I'll make a little comment right here. Our programs are 100 for, 100% free of charge. We've never charged a dime for any boy to be a part of these programs. They have to pass our application and screening process. 
outside of that, as long as mom can get them here and pick them up at the designated time, it's free for them to attend. So, right. um, and you might have been getting to that, man. So I'm sorry if I jumped ahead. No, no, there, no. But, um, but yeah, these. Um, uh, so, so, so they do a whole maple syrup production thing up there. Uh, we had some pheasant hunt going on at our Pennsylvania chapter last fall. That was cool. Um, you know, just different things. It's just whatever area they're in. Right. You know? Good. Good deal. I, w- I want to touch base real quick on on the way it's affected my boys to be able to volunteer. Mm-hmm. It is. You can see the humbleness come over them. Sure. Uh, to be to be able to volunteer, and it's it's definitely helped me through a lot mm-hmm. for for being able to volunteer. Talk talk a little bit about how somebody can be a volunteer. Somebody that's listening to this now, let's say they they look into Truth and Nature's website or whatever. Mm-hmm. What 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 would be the pro- process for them to contact you or whoever it, whoever they need to contact? Yeah, so basically just hit the website. Uh, our website's truthandnature.org, uh, all spelled out. And we I'm sure we'll probably say that again before the end of it. Um, uh, but uh, once you get out there, there's a whole list of all of our chapters. And each chapter, if you click on that chapter, there's a uh, there's a chapter director, program director there, and uh, he. Um, He's the guy you'd contact, and all you got to do is touch base with him. Tell him, "Hey, I heard you know Jeff on the on the podcast, and I want to mentor with you guys. I want to learn more about what's going on." And that director will tell him, "Walk him through the process right there, get to know him a little bit, you know that kind of thing." Right, so, good deal. What what is uh back to the events? What's what's one event you 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 just have to go to every year? <laughs> man, I'm a deer hunter right. through and through. Man, I love to deer hunt. And so I always want to sit in on, on, on a deer hunt. Right. You know, um, I've been sitting with so many boys um, who shot their first deer, shot their, you know, first buck. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a really cool experience. But I tell you, one, one, one boy I was, um, I was hunting with one morning, and uh, he, um, he had never shot a deer. He had never sat in the woods. This was his first time ever in the woods. Had never seen the sun come up you know and uh he was amazed man i mean a lot of them are you know sleeping you know right as the sun right. comes up i mean they they still tired they didn't sleep good heck i didn't sleep good not in the truth and nature programs you don't sleep too much right but, right but um but but as the sun come up he leaned over with me he said man this is cool look at that sun through the trees and he, he started talking about stuff like that and talking about god and 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 just how God's creation and how he's made. And I was just sitting there listening to him. I was just praising Jesus. that This is what he was seeing, you know? Right. And, uh, and about that time, here comes a six pointer up, uh, up the ridge. And, uh, I said, Hey man, come deer, come deer. He, he started breathing real hard, heart beating. I could hear his heart beating out of his chest, man. And I walked him right through lining the shot up. We had to watch that deer. We probably had, well, there was another one with him. And, um, and so that one smelled us at one point. And I mean, it was just a whole thing, man. It was like a 20 minute thing watching these two deer. And finally that six pointer gave him a shot. And, uh, man, you would have thought he hit the million dollar lottery. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> That's man. awesome. We was, we was high fiving in the deer stand and, and, and all that. Um, so it's, it's fun. I, you know, as, as the ministry's grown, I used to be a, a chapter leader for Dallas. You know, that was my role for the first seven years um, of Truth and Nature. That was my role. And um, 
and as the ministry's grown, it's, it's, it's caused, you know, Carrie and I naturally, we've had to step into another role where we oversee, you know, all the, the, the aspects of the ministry. And, uh, and it's really cool, man, that every year, a handful of chapters, we get to go around and visit. So we get to go see, you know, who, you know, over in North Carolina, what they're doing or, you know, Columbia, we've been up to Michigan, man. And this, that, you know, you talk about going to the different, different things. Um, and, and, the, and it doesn't matter where you go. The boys are all boys, man. They're oh, just, absolutely. They're craving that attention from a man. And, 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 and it could be good, good influence, or it could be bad influence, depending on which way they go, man. But if they're involved in truth and nature, it's going to be a good influence, you know? Right. You talking about the deer hunt. I got to say real quick, just, uh, I'm sure Shorty's going to listen and to rub Cooney a little bit. Uh, Only one time that I guided for truth and nature did the kid not harvest something. Only one time. Shorty <laughs> is zero. You're still zero, Shorty. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard the story about this last fall. Did so, you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I got to I got to aggravate Shorty a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you mentioned your wife, Carrie, mm-hmm. and that's I, I didn't really think about this. The women that help truth in nature, mm-hmm. there is a value in seeing how y'all treat those women Absolutely. that are helping y'all that maybe those boys aren't getting. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about a little bit about the women? Sure, sure. A lot of these boys, you know, have experienced different, you know, types of uh, interaction with, with men, you know, um, and... Uh, and usually the director, uh, if, 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 if a woman um, is at our program, it's usually the director's wife or some of the mentor's wives, and they're helping with the food and, and helping get these boys fed and making sure we're all, making sure we're all staying straight, you know, and, uh, and not. But, but we treat our, I mean, and it's not just the truth of nature. I mean, all of our men, and just like you or, or, or anybody else, uh, we respect our wives and, and we, we think it's important for the boys to see that. Right, you know? definitely. And, um, and, and know, I mean, and that's one thing, you know, one of the, one cool thing me and Carrie did one year um, was we both got up in front of the, the boys at, our, at, the, at, at the chapter that I was leading at the time. And we did a, um, we did, we talked about, Carrie talked about what women like, the, the attributes and the traits they like to see in men you know not the physical stuff you know right. the, the you know how 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 they like to be treated by a man and that kind of thing and the boys had so many questions for her they didn't have no questions for me really <laughs> yeah they had so many questions for her because they wanted to they wanted to know you know how you know what um and and so it was really cool and, and we felt that was important um not that me and carrie are perfect not that we have the perfect marriage i mean we have struggles just like anybody else um right and uh, marriage takes work, um, and 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 we're transparent about that too. It's not all you know a bed of roses. It's it's you know it takes work, and um, and you make a commitment to a woman uh, before God and and, and and matrimony, then you honor that commitment. Right. You know that 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 I mean that is a value. I I couldn't imagine being a kid that young, a boy that young, and not not being able to be taught that. That's right. And I th- I think. I, I've truly overlooked it in thinking about truth and nature, and that, that might be something somebody else overlooks. I mean, all around, it's just all around value. So y'all do the hunting. Do you got a story about the first time a kid has seen the ocean deep sea fishing? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, and and I'm and I'm sure Mr. Brian Brian Stover can can attest to that too. Uh, Brian's been a great ministry partner to us and take has has taken a bunch of kids out uh, deep sea fishing. And there has been uh, quite a few firsts on his boat uh, catching red snapper. Um, and uh, and I know um, I know that uh, one of the first times it might have been the first. I can't remember if it was the first or second time we, we took a group down to Florida. What it is a leader trip, so we get to, so so boys would know, you know, hey, this trip's coming up in the summer, and I mean, man, it was one of the, it was one of the most sought after trips. So they worked to get it, you know, they had to have good grades, they had to do good at the house, not be giving mom any lip and helping out around and and do good in our programs, you know, just all around good good boys, good leader leader type boys, and so they they earned their way onto it. Well, after that first trip boys came back they were like oh man this is this is, this is the best truth of nature trip ever y'all gotta go that i mean it was you know three nights we was out of state you know right down, right down on the beach you know going out you know they couldn't see land they were out so far you know fishing so uh i think it was the second time one of the boys we took down there we're standing down there on the beach and he just kind of standing around taking it all in and i said so what's up man let's go throw the football jump in the waves and stuff and he said man he said this is cool and i said what do you mean he said, "I ain't never seen the beach before. I ain't never seen no ocean before." He said, "He said I. He said I ain't never been out in Dallas, <laughs> you know." So, right. <laughs> so Good deal. That's cool stuff, man. Yeah. You know what? What's some What's some adversity you faced? How How's God got y'all through? There's adversity with everything. I, I mean, right right here on us now's the COVID. Yeah, man. And that that's what and that and that comes. That that's what comes to mind recently, man. I mean, um, but um, I think uh, I think God surrounds us um, with people who will see us, uh, who will encourage us um, and give us wisdom. Because the whole COVID thing was so, man. I don't know, man. You know, everything shut down a year ago, and then it was shut down for two months, and we're, you know, I'm sitting there like, man, this ain't cool. You know, I mean, right, right. These boys need. I mean, they're sitting in their house. These mentors are sitting in their house. Nobody's doing nothing, you know. So soon as soon as we could, we got rocking and rolling again. But um, you know, there's stuff like that. There's um, you know, anytime, you know, Truth and Nature is a, a totally faith based organization that runs, you know, financially off of donations. And um, and so anytime you think, man, I, you know, and this was in the early days, we'd have times where we'd be like, man, I need you know, a hundred bucks to get to, to, to get this program running. And, and that may not seem big to some people, but it was to us, you know, we're, we're trying to do something and, and, um, and man, God always showed up, you know, and he still does. Right. Um, so, you know, there's, there's adversity, like you said, with everything. I mean, there's been, there's been all kinds of different things happen, man. But, but I think, I think what I take away from it and the peace that I rest in is that God is faithful and if he's called you to do something, he's going to provide the means to do it. Right. Good deal. I seen, uh, I don't really know much about it. Y'all do a mentors retreat every year. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? We can, man. That's a, that's very important to us. We started doing that six years ago, five, six years ago. And, uh, and what we do is we partner with a great, um, uh, great guy down in Franklin, Georgia, Reed Lewis at Lonesome Jake Preserve. And, um, and he, um, he hosts, you know, basically hosts the retreat for us, but, um, 80% of that retreat is, is donated, 
you know, with services, with some foods donated and stuff like that. But it's important for us to get together once a year with all the men who come and mentor at these programs. And it's not just Georgia guys. It's not just Louisiana guys. It's every man that can come that has been a mentor within these programs on a regular basis, you know, throughout the year. And so uh, they come um, together once a year, and it's usually at the end of January. Um, and Louisiana boys get get ticked at me because that's their rut. So <laughs> down in Louisiana, who, who has a rut in January? I know. Yeah, I don't think make no sense. Yeah, I'm ready for <laughs> I'm ready for spring turkey and fishing. That's you know, right. In January, so so we get them all together, and we have fun. Um, we have fun fishing. We have we do some quail hunting. We do some sporting clays. Uh, this year we had an archery course where we let them shoot. Um, so we have a lot of fun doing that. But we invest into them. We are in very intentional about building uh, them up and encouraging them as men. And um, you know it's important for a mentor um, to have his house in order. You know, uh, and when I say that, um, to be leading uh, his home the way God's called him to lead. Um, because I don't, we don't believe that if, if you're not, if your home, if you, if your home life's not where it needs to be and, and you're not, you're, you're not leading, you know, with the Lord there, then you're not going to be any good to these boys either. You know, is it, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, saying? totally. And, um, and so it, it, and so we, we, we use that weekend to invest into them and to give back to them and to tell them we appreciate them. And it's, uh, we give away a few shotguns, of course, you know, they all, I don't never win a shot, you know, so, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's fun, man. It's fun. Um, and it's, it's one of the things we look forward to every year. Right. Right. You, you was talking, y'all are hundred percent donation based. Mm -hmm. Y'all, do you call it a benefit like the clay shoot or a fundraiser? What, what do you call it? The clay shoot? Yeah. The clay shoot's fundraiser. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I love that clay shoot. Is that area specific only to Georgia? Do y'all what? What other? What do the other places? So uh, the clay shoot has kind of become it's grown legs of its own. It used to just be when I mean we started the clay shoot when we only had the Dallas chapter, you know, and so it's grown to now it's more of an organization type, you know, fundraiser where we help you know do everything. But uh, but a lot of the other chapters they'll do stuff like uh, shotgun raffles, you know, some fishing tournaments. Um, we had one. Uh, we had our Raleigh Apex uh, North Carolina chapter um, do a, uh, a clay shoot over there as well um, and, and raised a little bit of money for them a couple years ago. Uh, so they all do something a little different, you know, but, uh, but it is, it's a hundred percent donation based. There's, there's ways to, you know, sponsor, you know, $25 a month could, could put one boy through our programs for the entire year, you know, that's right. $300 a year. Right. You know? Good so, deal. Well, uh, I know the Dallas chapter's got a turkey hunt coming up this weekend. That's right. And I think a boy from the Dallas 2 chapter's going, too. That'd be good, man. They better have their walking shoes on. <laughs> it ain't, ain't going to be like it was. If they go on with you, they should. I told, well, Tim Croft told me, he said, man, he said, don't ever put me with cornbread again. I'd like to have a heart attack. <laughs> I can attest to that. He done told me where, where he's going to go. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that hunt right there. <laughs> well, I, I got to give Shorty some props. We beat him up a little bit, but he he did find some birds, and uh, they're back in there. Y'all going to have a good time this uh, weekend. We're going to have a ball. Talk, uh, talk a little bit about what some other chapters has got going on. So uh, this weekend, our LaGrange, Georgia chapter has got um, a uh, striped uh, bass fishing 
uh, deal on West Point Lake. Uh, they're they're taking some boys out and doing some striper fishing. Probably if stripers aren't biting, they're going to flip it over to crappy and catch some crappy. Um, you know, uh, we've got a, a later this month, over, we've got a new chapter in Coleman, Alabama that start, started up last year. He's doing a, a archery and fishing program. Um, our Louisiana guys are getting into the spring thing. This this time of year, it's usually either turkey hunting or fishing, you know. Right, right. Um, you know, and uh, or if you're in Newberry, Michigan, it's maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that stuff's hard to get. Man, when, when we'll put it up on our Facebook page here really? in the next couple of weeks, and uh, you got to jump on it, man. Right. It, it, it sells out within a few days. Really? Yeah, but it's good, real good. Shoot, chill. So, what else you got going? Who? Anything off the top of your head? No, I mean, like I said, most of our chapters, so it's the beginning of the month, so uh, all of our chapters are, are about to get kicked off. We did This last weekend was Easter, so you right, know, we don't right. do a whole lot on holiday weekends. Um, our Brookville, Pennsylvania chapter actually did its trout season opened in, right. in Pennsylvania. Okay. And, uh, it's a, the, the that Saturday's a big, it's a big deal up there when trout season opens. So he, he, he did a, a trout program Then boys limited out on trout up there this year, right. uh, this past Saturday. Um, and then, um, so every chapter will be doing something. Uh, there's a couple of chapters that are doing some camp outs this time of year. You know, it's nice outside as soon as that pollen goes away. Right. But, yeah. Shoot. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it's just stuff like that. Okay, I seen that the uh, that the clay shoot sold out pretty quick. Y'all y'all had been doing a morning and an evening flight. This this year was just morning. That's right. We well we changed things up this year. Um, you know, last year we had to cancel it. Um, right. Uh, or postpone it, I guess I should say, because all the COVID stuff and all the restrictions. And so, um, we didn't know. You know, with it being in May when we needed to start plugging it, how, you know, what things were going to look like, if everything would be wide open again, or if things were going to shut down again, we just didn't know how that was going to look. So I talked to the clay shoot facility and he said, um, he said, well, why don't you try this? And so I talked to some of the other guys and basically what we did is instead, it won't be an early morning start. It'll be more of a mid morning start, but guys can come early and shoot them side games. Y'all know how that long bird and right, Annie Oakley right. and all that is. So y'all, you know, Shorty Dunn said he's going to take it, take the, take I, the cup this I, year. I got the long bird last time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so what we're going to do is we limited it to 150 shooters and um it's going to be over 24 stations so everybody will be spread out it'll, it should flow really well um and it'll still be a full day of fun man um but we were surprised man i mean it was a blessing we sold out within three four weeks man i mean right. everybody was ready to roll you know right. so um so we might go back to the two flights next year i don't know um but uh but but this is this is pretty good it's it's going to be a lot easier on the back end on me and Carrie. So. Yeah, but so we we got two teams coming this that's year. Right, that's right. Two teams and Coons I'm coming. coming this year, so I'm going to bring the heat this oh, year. Oh, <laughs> I hope Shorty's listening. I hope Shorty's listening. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, in talking about everything, when I met you five years ago, y'all y'all were in two double wide trailers. Three of them. Three yep, three yep. double wide, or maybe two, and went to three. Did so. I've been looking back and forth in my paper here. Have you talked about this facility? I, we have. I think yet. we got to. Yeah. It is so nice. It is, man. It, this is such a blessing. We we um, you know we when when we started growing, we knew we needed a footprint somewhere. We knew we needed a facility somewhere, and 
you know, the Board of Education and a prior ministry partner were good to us uh, for a few years, uh, five years. And um, and we had the Paulton Board of Education um, gave us three modulars to turn into bunk houses and a kitchen and meeting, a meeting modular. And we had 110 acres to do some things on with a prior ministry partner. And um and, 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 and all that, all that was good. And it helped us get to where, you know, we could take that next step. But then this past year, everything kind of changed. And, um, and we had, uh, our, our ministry partner, uh, adventure outdoors, uh, Mr. Jay Wallace and uh, his family had purchased a piece of property over in uh, rock Mart, Georgia on Finson mountain road. And it was an old abandoned youth facility, 644 acres, had an eight acre lake on it um hiking trails big waterfall on the back of it there's all kinds of deer turkey squirrels you know anything we could do out here um and uh and and jay approached me and carrie uh early last year early in 2020 and uh he said um he said i got something i gotta i've gotta talk to y'all about but i can't tell you what it is yet and he was working on this deal to get this property and um he he told me he told me and Carrie when he first walked down the road he said it was like god just told him this is truth in nature he said i just saw truth in nature all over this piece that's of that's awesome that's awesome and uh and so we started um we 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 signed a uh, i mean he's he's he signed a 30 year lease with us on this thing man and i mean it's it's a dollar a year so i paid him in full up front right. so. <laughs> there you go there you go but it uh I mean, the, the Wallace family and Adventure Outdoors have been a blessing. The truth in nature, I right. mean, they're they're good, they're good, godly folks, good Christian folks, and um, and and we couldn't ask for a better ministry partner here. And so now we've got, we we've not only got a home base for three of our chapters. This is what we're considering our first regional camp facility. So, um, other chapters from that are in the in the area, like even the Alabama chapter or Lagrange or Noonan chapters, or you know, some of our South Carolina, North Carolina, they want to come over and use this. Heck, we'll even welcome the Michigan boys down here. Right, so, right. Uh, so, um, so this is now our first regional camp facility, and uh, we're online with. Uh, we can sleep. Um, you know, we can ha we can bunk. You know, on a weekend, forty four folks over here, including our lake cabin and our and our bunk wing, and we've got a home base now with some administrative offices and meeting offices and stuff. I mean, we've really got a footprint now. I mean, you know, and it's. It's a blessing. That's good. That's good. All right. So somewhere out there, there's probably a mama or a mm -hmm. grandmama mm -hmm. or even a boy that's that's looking for something to get in. Say something to that mama or that grandmama or that boy. Yeah, I'm going to say plug him in. Um, uh, commit. Uh, if it's not truth in nature, commit to something to get to get a young man plugged in with a male mentor. Um the um go out to our website truthinnature.org and watch a couple of them videos and um and i'm talking to the mom to the grandmom to the aunt that's raising a raising a boy um and 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 hear what these moms have to say about the program it's not because of what i'm doing or what carrie's doing or what any of these directors or mentors are doing it's because of what god's doing through this ministry right and your son, uh, your grandson, will um, enjoy himself. He'll be um, he'll be engaged with good, solid Christian male mentors, and uh, he'll get to experience God's creation. You know, good deal, mm -hmm. good deal, absolutely. Well, man, 
if somebody wants to get a hold of truth, truth in nature, if they want to donate, if they want to volunteer, if they want to be a mentor, mm-hmm. where they need to start, where they need to go to look. So you can find us on Facebook like everybody else. Um, you can go to Facebook and just search Truth in Nature, and it's all spelled out, Truth, T-R-U-T-H-I-N-N-A-T-U-R-E, um, just all spelled out, three words, Truth in Nature. And uh, you can find us on Instagram. we got an Instagram page, too. And uh, our websites, I mean, everything you could possibly want to know about Truth in Nature is on our website, and it's uh, www.truthinnature.org, and it's all spelled out. T-R-U-T-H-I-N-N-A-T-U-R-E dot org um, or just Google Truth in Nature and it'll come right up but um, that's where you're going to find out about all of it that's where you're going to hear the testimonies you're going to hear boys talking about their experience with Truth in Nature um, you're going to find a, a place where you can make a donation you can make it to our general fund there or you can make it to a specific chapter you can make it to a regional fund uh, on our website um, you can give to this this facility that, that we're that we're broadcasting from um right now is our new regional camp facility we even have a fund dedicated specifically for this because uh, we've got a lot of projects to continue to bring this back online to where it was and um eventually our goal here man is going to be able to do some summer i don't want to call it summer camp but it'll be similar to that but it'll be for truth and nature chapters only and we bring all these boys and all these mentors together for you know a four or five night summer deal man that's gonna be cool man yeah you want to talk about some competitive spirit <laughs> oh I, I bet so man i mean i think it goes without saying you got the you got the heart of a servant for christ and uh i, I truly believe that what about yourself what this is taking up some time oh yeah you you hunting fishing i mean what's what's been I going try. on i try didn't you kill um, a good deer last year i killed some deer last year it was, it, I, I, but, but the year before last i got a good oh, buck yeah, on your yeah. birthday or it was yeah it was huge yeah yeah I, my birthday's november 13th so that's right in the sweet time there you go so i get to i get to do you know i get to do what i me and carrie have become very intentional whether you're in ministry or whether you're in a career you can get burned out you know if you don't take time for yourself and um and so me and carrie have been very intentional to make sure we take time for ourselves um she likes to do stuff you know individually i like to do stuff individually but we like to do stuff together too and i think that's how you keep your marriage healthy and in turn that's how you keep your ministry healthy and 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 where god wants you right good deal well, man, y'all check out Truth in Nature. Cooney is going to try to put the links to y'all stuff cool. in the show notes of this podcast. Cool. Still, I'm still new to this whole IT thing. So, <laughs> so he's going to try, but regardless, we'll be sharing it on our Facebook page and our Instagram page right there. Cool. I think that's going to wrap it up. I really feel like you've let us down, Cooney. You ain't you ain't said like three words. Well, I mean, y'all, was, I was just like I was just sitting back enjoying listening to y'all. I mean, <laughs> you was asking all the questions I was going to ask. So, all right. well, y'all check out the three of seven podcast too. Help them guys out, Blake and Chad. Don't miss the whisper. That's right. Don't miss that whisper. Don't, Don't miss God's whisper. All right, we'll holler at y'all.